What's up, guys? Thanks so much for joining. Uh, it's February 19th. Today, it looks like the first couple Ukrainians have been killed at Russian hands. Um, and I mean, we anytime there's a war going on, it always starts small before it gets massive. So you always, if you even just do a you know case study on World War One, basically, you can look up World War One and find out what exactly caused World War One to begin. And it was only the assassination of one person. It was a Australian Archduke. His name was Franz Ferdinand, but. He essentially was assassinated, and then from that assassination, then all of World War One kind of started happening and started kind of picking up speed, and then World War One led to World War Two. So it always starts off small. You don't always the war is not going to start off with all you know 175,000 plus Russian troops flooding Ukraine at the same time. That's just not how it goes. But today we see that a couple of Ukrainians have died um, due to this Russian invasion. So things are definitely starting to increase a little bit. And even if we go back, I go back a couple of years, maybe three years, I'm not certain exactly when it was, but Qasem Soleimani is this, uh, I, you know, this, Islamic leader, basically, and the United States blew him up when he was just riding around in his car. He was riding around a car, trying to authorize a missile missile to be launched, and was launched right on this guy's car, and he blew up and died. And then under the Biden administration, we took out another Islamic leader. So, you know, maybe today's Ukrainian soldiers dying at Russian hands isn't even what officially begins the war. Maybe technically the war, you could say, even began while maybe even in 2014 when Russia was building up troops. But there's always there's always a turning point where it kind of goes from being talked about and thought about to a reality. And I mean, it could well already be past that point, could already, we already clearly are well within the reality stage of this. We have literally, yeah, we've started, deaths have, have now occurred. Uh, I would assume that they was the first Ukrainian deaths at the hands of Russian hands, but again, we wouldn't really know. Um, but as far as my understanding of what has exactly transpired along Russia, Crimea, Ukraine, and Belarus, that this is the first deaths that have happened. And um, I'm sure many deaths will follow at this point. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a waiting game to see really, I guess, what Ukraine does in response to that. A lot of the news doesn't seem to really be talking about the deaths of these two Ukrainian soldiers. But a lot of the news is talking about Kamala Harris threatening Russia with sanctions. It's like, okay. That does about absolutely zero good here. It's like you literally just go back to not even talking, go back to not even being on stage. You don't add anything to anything at all. Vowing, threatening Russia with economic sanctions quite literally does not matter if Russia brings the apocalypse. If you open up the Bible, read the book of Ezekiel 38, read the book of Ezekiel 39, very clearly, this is kind of a Gog and Magog situation that's starting to set up here with Putin potentially being Gog and with Russia being Magog. And we know that once Jerusalem gets attacked, now keep in mind where Russia is on the map, keep in mind where Jerusalem is on the map, it's not that far apart. I mean, Russia literally from where they're at right now could go through Ukraine and just start working its way down and then would literally collide right with Jerusalem. And 
we know in the Bible, we know in the book of Revelations, once Jerusalem begins to be attacked, that is when things go totally crazy. That is when you have the sun blacking out. That's when you have the moon becoming a blood. That's when you have water becoming undrinkable. That's when you have locusts flying all around. That's when you have the big dragon and the beast, the first beast and the second beast making an appearance. So we're getting close to that point, guys. I don't know. I've read the Bible, studied the Bible, actively studying the Bible. I don't know if I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. I'm not sure the Bible supports that at all. I actually would borderline say that the Bible opposes it. But again, if somebody has some foolproof scripture they can point me to that proves a pre-tribulation rapture, uh, then I'll change my opinion on it. But I've read the Bible multiple times, studying the Bible and not a pre-tribulation rapture as far as I can tell, which means that even believers in Christ may potentially endure the great tribulation. And Look, there's not nobody, there's not a single thing anybody of us on earth can do to stop God's plan. So if God wants Russia to go through Ukraine, conquer Ukraine, and start making its way down to Israel and conquering Israel and then taking over Jerusalem, there's not a single thing any of us are going to do to prohibit that from happening. If God has chosen Putin to essentially be the bringer of doomsday, then so be it. It is best to just accept Christ and rest quite literally, peacefully in his body. I mean, you know that even if you are a Christian and you die, the second you die, you begin your eternity in paradise. So uh, literally the world is worse than heaven. The world is miles better than hell. Um, and, he, and just literally accepting Christ and trying to repent of your sins literally gives you eternal security. You could get literally, just hypothetically speaking, you could tomorrow be uh, the same thing that happened to Cosm Suleiman. It could happen to you. You could be in your car. You could be doing whatever and just literally die. You could get a missile could get dropped on you. You could get into a car accident. You could get just you could be walking and get ran over by a truck. I mean. There are quite literally an infinite number of things that could kill you at any point in time. But the reality of it is, as soon as you accept Christ, all of those other things start mattering less because at some point, everybody on earth will die. It is everybody on earth has died in the past. There has not been a single person who is immortal, who has never died. Even Jesus Christ died. Everybody has died. There's maybe one person in the entire Bible, the prophet, Elijah, I believe it was, that was carried up into heaven. Maybe it was Enoch. I think it was Elijah. It was Enoch. It was Elijah that was carried up into heaven by a chariot, never experienced death. But death is a guarantee. You're going to die. And whether you die tomorrow or a year from now or five years from now or 25 years from now, the only decision that's going to make any difference at all is whether you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You could have $10. You could have a million dollars. You could have $1 trillion. And not a single word of that matters in the eyes of Christ. Christ could not care less about that at all. When you face the judgment seat of Christ, the money you earn, all those things, all these earthly possessions you have matter zero. Quite literally, the only thing that matters when you face the judgment seat of Christ, when your soul faces the judgment seat of Christ after you die, is whether you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and then tried to follow him in what you did. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's a spill on this one. Basically, we don't know what's going on with Ukraine. We don't know what's going on with Russia. But we do know Christ is the same now as he always has will uh, has been and will always will be. 
So whereas we don't know if Russia and Ukraine are going to get into a war and we don't know if the United States is going to get involved, we don't know whether inflation is going to totally sabotage our, to- our economy, we don't know if the stock market is going to crash. We don't know if all these bad things are going to happen, but we should be able to rest safely and assuredly in the blood of Christ that believers are saved even when doomsday comes. So thanks, guys. Have a good one. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Saturday.